Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Say my name, say my name. No one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. Say my name, say my name. You act kind of shady and call him your baby. You are now listening to Boys Next Door. I am not the one with 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 and call him your baby. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? It has come to my attention that you raggedy bitches always got a motherfucking opinion about somebody. What somebody should have been doing. What they should have been wearing. What they should have been doing with their motherfucking money. Why don't you get a motherfucking life, bitch? You've been raggedy since Lil' Kim first came out and your ass is still raggedy. That's why you got time to worry about what other motherfuckers is doing. It's Queen B, bitch. Not pawn, not rook, not knight, queen. You ain't no motherfucking royalty. Matter of fact, just do me a favor and shut up, bitch. I don't even like bitches talking. See, wait, hold on. Let me say something to you. This is what you're doing, and this is what I need you to be doing. See, watch. Hold on. See, even I can do it. Even a pimp can do it. Did you see how I shut up? That's what the fuck you need to do is shut the fuck up, bitch. Bitch, you are retarded. Wait, wait. I need. We need. We need sound effects. We need. This need to be uh, Queen Radio. You think Harriet Tubman was walking around with a fucking nice shiny fucking dress on with a fucking crown on her head when she was taking slaves to freedom? <laughs> Y'all don't know what that's from. That's from Lil Kim's fifth studio album, The Naked Truth, which to me is her. That's the album I grew up on. Same. I didn't grow up on the older Little Kim stuff, even though I'm aware of it. I grew up on The Naked Truth and The Glamorous Life by Trina. And then, fast forward, we have the queen of rap, you know? Nicki Minaj. Nicki Lewinsky, Nicki the Ninja, Nicki the Boss, Nicki the Harajuku Barbie, like... Welcome to another episode of Boys Next Door. I'm Pretty. And I'm Darrell. And uh, also my AKA is um, Top Hat, AKA um, The Bottom Snatcher, AKA Mask for Mask, AKA um, The Booty Slayer. But that's that. And the reason why we were rushing last weekend because we were going out for a good time and it was a good time and I probably don't go out for the rest of my life after last weekend. Yeah, that was, wait, we, that was Metro, right? Yeah. What was that? Okay. We went to Metro. I'd never been. That was fun. We, I didn't get home to six o'clock in the morning. That never happens. Um, but that was fun. The sun literally beat us home. Monica voice. Literally. Um... Then Sunday came. Freddie got to sleep in while I had to get up and go to another party. Yeah, but then you ended up dragging me out that same night. I did. Also had fun. I did too. 
Um, what did we went to? Well, I'm not saying where we went. <laughs> yeah, because we somehow keep on ending up there. But you know, it's life. No, that's not life. That's that's fraudulence. We are frauds. And uh, but Sunday was definitely lit. I wish you could have been at Bad and Boozy Part Three, Freddie. But you know, it was definitely a lit, lit event. Shout the main to reason Max I didn't Lucas. go was because of who was going to be there and because you didn't tell me that you were getting the section. Ooh, so, joy. anyway, uh, this week we are going to be talking about our favorite thing to talk about, which appears to be relationships. I'm just I am at a point where I just feel like the person that I'm supposed to be dating is in another motherfucking planet. It's like he has to be in another dimension that we haven't discovered yet. Like, I'm probably going to find the love of my life once the earth starts flooding and catching fire. And everybody has to, like, try to save themselves or save their families. And then we're going to run each other, like, swimming in the street. And it's going to be like the Titanic. And we both just going to freeze to death, though. Like, I'm not, not, neither one of us is going to be, like, on the plank. But we both going to freeze and drown. Basically, and then I'm gonna go freeze and drown and find out who the fuck my man is. Um, I was listening to, um, well, I was listening to a couple podcasts, but Michelle Obama was at uh, Essence Fest and she was talking about how her and Barack Obama um, have like, like they are both like basically what she was saying was I wish I, I'm, I'm gonna play the clip. This is what I say, and a lot of people say this: marriage is a choice. You know, it's a choice that you make every day because you don't do it because it's easy. You do it because you believe in it. You believe in the other person. And ladies, gentlemen, that's why it's so important to marry somebody that you respect. You know, it's, it's important to marry somebody who is your equal and to marry somebody and to be with somebody who wants you to win as much as you want them to win. I was talking to a good friend of mine earlier today about thinking about marriage like we think about sports and like you picking your team, right? I mean, my husband is my teammate and if, if we are gonna win this game together, he has to be strong and he has to be okay with me being strong. I do not want a weak player on my team, nor does he. Yes. But sometimes, yes. sometimes we accept weak in one another because it feels easy. So she was basically saying um, it's important to have a teammate in a relationship and not just Ladies somebody who is like um, constantly so playing the clip in the background while I'm talking. Who bitch is still playing? Um, basically not have somebody who's like feeding off of you and not bringing anything else to the relationship. Like I think she was just trying to like um, prove that they are like a power an actual power couple because they're both powerful individually and they bring it to each other so the, the topic came up on the breakfast club and they was having a whole discussion and uh, Angela was basically saying what I agree with which is like two independent people have to come together to form a relationship but Charlemagne and Envy on the other hand they are married and so they was just like well me and my wife we depend on each other like there is no independency in relationships so my question is can you be independent and in a relationship like can the two coexist or do they have to be separate 
I mean, at the end of the day, even if you in is in a relationship, you still have to depend on yourself. So, I agree. And I heard I was like talking to I believe um, I was talking to I believe it was my barber and stuff yesterday, and basically um, I think somebody had said something about um, like um, it, I think they said something as to the point as like um, if you like sleeping in the bed with somebody every night, it should be like no reason why you broke. And then, hmm. uh, and then somebody else had went to say, um, I mean, you shouldn't be broke regardless whether you're sleeping in the bed with the person or whether you're sleeping in the bed without the person. You should be, you should have money going into the relationship. You should have money going out the relationship or however it may go. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like just because you're in a relationship, you don't have to depend on the next person. It's sometimes good, but it's also good to depend on yourself so in a relationship or out of relationship it's always good to be independent in my perspective I agree with that I feel like you know they always say it's 50-50 in relationships um and I I'm, I, I take the stance of it needs to be not 50-50 it needs to be like 200 because you both should be 100 equally and then y'all bring that together. In terms of like, now I don't even want to get into finances because I'm I'm not thinking about finances with no nigga unless we marry. Like that's not my business. It's not yours. We not living together, so don't even worry about it. But like, I mean, you know, if I ask you for something, which I probably won't, because that's just who I am. But yeah, because I actually give was give me ten dollars if I need it. Yeah, because yeah. I was actually um, talking to someone. Well, getting to know someone, and he was like basically telling me like. In the process of us getting to know one another, he basically told me, like, yeah, if we ever get in a serious relationship, like, you would never spend your money. You would never buy me gifts. You would never do any of that. But what if I want to? Yeah, and he told me he would literally throw it in the garbage. And he will literally get broken up with. That's ridiculous. My thing is, like, I feel I'm, I'm an extremely independent person, like, to like to my own fault sometimes like even when i need help i'm always like i'll figure it out my own like fam my mama especially she's always like asking me like do i need money and i'm like i i can be like negative seventy five thousand in the bank i'm like i'm good it's fine i don't need it even though i want to say yeah so i'm like i'm like that type of person and on top of that like Mentally, I need to be by myself a lot. So not just financially am I like independent and like lonesome, but like mentally, like I need to have my alone time. I don't want you in my face all the time. I don't want you spending the night at my house every night. I need to miss you sometimes so I could want to be around you because then I'll start to feel like claustrophobic and then I feel like you know, we are like just like eating each other's faces off. And I don't want to do that. I want to have my own independency. I want to have my own time, my own life, my own set of friends. This, that, and the third. I don't know what it's like to be married. So maybe that's why Charlemagne and Envy was like, well, me and my wife, we depend on each other. But like, y'all can, that, I think people think, I think they were thinking that you have to like separate yourself to be independent and i don't think that's the case i think you can be in a relationship and still be independent but um 
it's about a balance. You don't have to be like all up. You don't you don't have to like totally isolate your partner to be independent. If that makes sense. Well, I'm not getting married, so cuz I told you how I feel about marriage and that's that. So, me and the real we took these quizzes. I was listening to the Grown Up Gay podcast. Um, I really like that podcast. They followed us back. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I really like their show. Shout out to them. Uh, Vaughn and Malik. I mean, they didn't ask me to say this. I don't know them. I just really like the show. Um, we took so they were they took these quizzes. Um, on the game of desire Um. To determine their commitment style And so I decided me and Darrell should do that for the show So um, I took my But before I get to that We also took um, attachment style quizzes And I want to talk about Did You you didn't take that one did you Darrell? No because I already knew my answer So um, I took the attachment style quiz And again you can go to thegameofdesire.com And go take these quizzes um, Really quick I wanted to know what my attachment style was, even though I kind of already knew. My attachment style is, uh, what I, well, what I got was dismissive avoidant, but I feel like I, I'm leaning more on like the fearful avoidant type. But let me read dismissive avoidant. People who avoid attachment, uh-oh, where am I at? People who avoid attachment are super independent and often uncomfortable with too much intimacy. They're the kind of people who require a lot of space and a lot of alone time. They're also afraid of commitment, but unlike anxious people, it isn't because they fear they won't get enough love, but fear they would get more than they can manage. That's the part I disagree with. I fear that I won't get enough. Like I feel like if I pour myself into somebody, I'm only going to get like a smidgen of that back and then that's going to lead to my face being cracked. So that's the product. That's why I feel like I'm more on the, like the fearful avoidant type. Um, a dismissive avoided person may regularly complain about feeling crowded or suffocated when people try to get too close to them. Um, they tend to be hyper focused on individual achievement and see romantic connections as a distraction. Um, I kind of agree. For the most part. Um. The fearful avoiding was basically the same, but it was just saying like um, you are basically too scared to like commit because you don't want to get your face broke. Um, we also took the um, the commitment quiz to see what kind of uh, what's your commitment style. What did you get, Darrell? First of all, some of those questions was funny as hell. Like they were funny, and like I had multiple answers to like a lot of them, but you yeah, big one. So, Mass was traditionally monogamous. I take thee to be my mate to have and to hold from this day forward, for better or for worse, for richer or for richer, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish, to help do us part. I pledge thee my faith, and I pledge myself to you. This is the protestant vows. These vows are still said at many weddings, but with a divorce rate for first-time marriages at 50% and close to 75% for second-time marriages. It is safe to say that most don't really mean them, but you do. Y'all better listen now. As a traditionally monogamous person, you believe not in one person at a time, but in one person for life. And that's that. 
Once you have decided to commit to someone, you will do everything in your power to stay with stay the course with them, regardless of how bumpy the word world gets. Within reason, you won't put up with your health or happiness being compromised, especially not for an extended period of time. While modern movies and TVs depict relationships as a disposable, you prefer to aim for the happily ever after goal. Even when things are not all that happy and short, you are the ride or die that people speak about. It is important to communicate to your partners just how seriously you take commitment to ensure they are all in with you as you intend to be with them. So if you're listening to that, if you're not meeting none of those requirements, you don't fit the requirements, you're out of it. You're out of it. So please stay the fuck away from me In my New York voice So you're not gonna walk over there You're not gonna walk over there You're out of it <laughs> And that's just that So I got Modern Monogamous Which I didn't even read this yet I was trying to save my reaction for the show So I wanna see what this is talking about I'm, Modern is like throwing me off Cause I'm Okay Anyway Monogamy used to be one person at a time for life Today it is I mean wait Monogamy used to be one person for life. Today, it is one person at a time. You are a modern monogamous, a.k.a. a serial monogamous. For you, when it comes to structuring your relationships, it's not out with the old and with the new. Your values are a combination of traditional and modern concepts of coupling. This means that while you believe in exclusivity and unwavering faithfulness, faithfulness, you also believe in letting go of what and who is holding you back, even if it means divorce. Period. Because if you fucking up my mojo and I ain't feeling this shit no more, you got to go. Um, People live longer. Women are equal economic contributors and people's values are shifting. Thus, the world is outgrowing a one size fits all concept of love. Until death do us part may not fit all of your goals or needs. You deserve the right. You reserve the right to opt out of nest out, opt out. Why can't I read today? Opt out if necessary, but as long as you choose to be in, you're all in. Yeah, that's me. I agree with that. Modern monogamy is the most popular form of coupling and one that is depicted most often in media, but don't fall into the trap of taking this for granted by assuming everyone has the same relationship structure goals as you. It is still extremely essential essential to emphasize not just how important fidelity is to you but also to explain why it is uniquely necessary for you to love and feel loved okay i agree with that 100 percent because I agree with that because um i feel like for me hearing like that's why i'm so apprehensive about like marriage in the future obviously not getting married now but like till death do us part it's like that means i have to stay with you forever According to this text that we just spoke to each other. And I don't necessarily feel like that's something that is guaranteed because um, you might do something or I might do something that makes it so that we are no longer even interested in being together. Hmm. So I'm definitely for one person at a time not one person for life as opposed to you who got one person for life with traditional monogamy i mean but that's how i feel regardless and i always say that if it was left up to me that i would be still dating the first guy that i ever met if we could get along and right but, agree with but, one but y'all ended it so that was that one person for that time 
I do I do feel like like I'm gonna end up being with somebody once I'm in a, like a real relationship. I don't plan on breaking up, but if we need to break up, I, we will. And then it's a part of me that feels like it's somebody that I dated before that I'm gonna end up like being back with. It's like the first too. It's like the first time didn't work out, but that second time it's gonna work out. I mean, I don't want it to happen, but it can happen. It can. In my nini voice, we I can. Hope it's just, I just hope it's the right person. Because if it's one of the wrong situationships that I've been in, sweetie, it ain't happening. I just want somebody who understands that, um, like, if we are exclusive, that's exactly what that means. Exactly. I, I, don't, I don't need no... I don't need... I don't know. I don't, but I don't think I've ever been exclusive with nobody. My thing is, I have, but they haven't. My been thing is, with and me. I was talking to somebody. We was talking about. I was talking about this yesterday with some people. If we walk in a room together, you want to know who, yeah, who's around. I want to know who's around, and not only that, I should know who's your ex, who's not your ex, who without. You fuck. Right, without a bitch side eyeing me, and a bitch should already know off back who the fuck I am. So, you need to treat me with respect. Now, see with that, like say for instance, we walk in a, then the first of all, we talk we talk about this a lot. The gay scene in Chicago, I know it's like this everywhere, but in this city specifically, because this is what I know and can speak on. It's so small. We all end up running in the same circles on accident. And I'm not a social person. And I still end up meeting people who know other people that I know and have dated, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, it's really no escaping it. So if we walk in a club, I mean, you don't have to point everybody out. But if somebody was to come up to you and like give you a hug and greet you, I need, I need to know. Like, is that a friend or is that somebody you used to mess with? Cause I don't want nobody coming to give you a hug and no shady shit trying to show me up. Like, um, I need, I just, just let me know who this is. If this is somebody who was like something to you in the past, if y'all had sex or, you know, then I can don't, don't have nobody in the club thinking they got one up on me. If we together like that, you know what I'm saying? Don't just have me out here looking crazy on your arm. But it's meanwhile, it's like five other niggas in there. And it might be other five other niggas in there who have dealt with you. But uh, I would like a warning. Because right. we all have a past. And it's that's fine. So, I'm going to give you a scenario. And you tell me if the person in the scenario is wrong. All right. Okay. Okay, so. You start talking to somebody. Now, this somebody that you're talking to. They have an ex. They have an ex that they recently just broke up with. Automatic red flag. I'm breaking up with you wait, before you start talking. It's they over. They have an ex that they just broke up with a couple months ago. Okay, cool. They really don't have communication, but suddenly they go on a trip. Mind you, they work for the airport. So this trip that they goes on. Is this a real life scenario that happened to you? So this trip that they goes on. <laughs> They end up in a delayed flight in Atlanta. Oh, oh, the flight is delayed. So they go to their house in Atlanta. As they get to their house in Atlanta, they text the person and says, I'm so tired. The person texts them back, well, you should go to sleep. They text back, no, I'm going to go out because 
I was offered to go out and plus I don't have to pay. The person texts back, hmm, who are you going out with? Oh, my ex. Red flag. So the person texts back, oh, didn't know we were going out on dates with exes now. That's what we're doing. When were you going to tell me? Is that why you gagged when that question came up in the quiz? What? The, this scenario that you're posing That was like one of the quiz questions Yeah, This happened to you? Yeah so this is real life This happened like recent So You text you text them back and say Oh you right it's none of my business Okay y'all I'm talking about me To, just, to <laughs> let's just let y'all know <laughs> So Fast forward 4th of July comes And you meet up with the person And y'all having a conversation you know and you explain them why you're acting like you're acting. Mm-hmm. So the person tells you, you know, I apologize for the way I was acting. I'll be better on communication and stuff. Cool. Keep in mind, 4th of July was Wednesday. Thursday went by. Y'all wake up the next day. 4th of July was on a Thursday. Yeah, 4th of July was on a Thursday. Y'all wake up the next day. You go to work. Go about your business. Da, 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 da. Go throughout the day. Saturday comes, y'all talking the whole day, but all of a sudden when it's close to time to go out and party, the person gets quiet on the text messaging and communication. Now, child, you've been driving the boat all while you've been pre-gaming. You done drunk douce, you done drunk vodka, and you walk in the club and it's just like the whole club spreads out so that you can lay eyes on the person that you're talking to like a movie and then the person that you're talking to moves out of the way a little bit and you see the person behind them you try to ask yourself okay maybe my contacts playing tricks on me because this is what i'm thinking in the club the whole time he came to the club with his ex so I I rubbed my contacts, bitch. Wait I looked again. I said, "We finna go run this bitch over." I said, "I know you fucking lying right now." I said, "Bitch, I I'm either drunk as fuck or fuck is drunk." But I know damn well this bitch ain't got this motherfucking ex in a club with him that we've been having conversation about. So then he walks up to me and says, hey, of course I walk off because I had to go gather myself. Mm -hmm. So that's when I walked up to Freddie and I said, bitch, I know we only been in this club about 10 minutes, but bitch, I'm about to get kicked out because I'm about to beat somebody ass. I'll be right the fuck back. So what's your question to me? So my question is, how would I handle that situation? My question is, how would you handle that situation? So if that was me, because I'm like a non-confrontational person, and I try to, I'm trying to be the same way, but bitches try me on a daily. That's not gonna work with you. But I'm a naturally non-confrontational, so I probably would be like either stewing in the club because that particular night I did not drive, so I probably would end up having to stay. Or I would have left. And I would have went home and blocked him. And See, I don't block a, people. I would have I would have had to block him to keep from contacting him myself. Like the block would the block is for me to keep from like calling, texting, 
it's just I'm just gonna have to go ghost and I don't ghost people but that's the situation where you have to be like I don't have nothing else to say because you played in my face why are you actively out here dating somebody if you still stuck on your ex and that'd be my whole issue with niggas it'd be like that's why I want to date niggas who fresh out of relationships I cannot do it because the ex means that they're not really your ex all the way yet it takes a little while to exit the ex situation I don't want to deal with nobody with no ex. And then on top of that, you basically went to Atlanta to go fetch the nigga and bring him back. <laughs> then, so you really played in my face on purpose. Like you thought about it. You couldn't even give me a heads up. You could at least say it like, I'm coming with my ex. Um, hey, I mind you, the first time, feel. mind you, the first time when he came back to Chicago, he said, hey, I'm coming back to Chicago for a while. I'll be staying at my house for like one day and my ex is coming with me. Oh no, but not this weekend. You didn't say, "Hey, I'm in Chicago" because you was just at my house. But my ex is coming in town this weekend. It's a strong possibility that he may come to the club with me and my best friend and my cousin. No, you didn't let me know that. Because if you would have let me know that, being the pop off bitch that I am, I would have took a couple breathers before I walked to this club. Told myself, "Look, Darrell, you gonna go up to him. You gonna speak to him." And that's going to be that And you're going to go about your business But no I walk in a club to a surprise And when I tell you The devil was really In my ear like Beat this bitch ass That's why I'm so big on honesty Because you could have just been honest and told me what was going on Ahead of time That And niggas don't understand that they could get away with so much more exactly. If they just be honest You don't have to lie or be evasive or leave out the truth. You don't have to do nothing. Just tell me what the fuck is going on. And then we can go from there. But if you lie to me. Then that's when the problem and the drama is going to come in. Because it's like you played in my face for no reason. You didn't have to do that. People are allowed to make their own decisions. And that's why I be at with it a lot of times. Like that's what you wanted to do. Alright cool. I, that means I dodged a bullet. Because that's the type of person you are. You showed me early. Cool. Now we can both move on. And my thing is, sir, you're claiming you're grown. That's not grown. That's very childish. You claim you grown as fuck, like and you know how to like, you know, you you claim you grown, and you don't play all these childish games. But here it is, you're playing childish games like you're twelve, and not. I'm not gonna even say your age, but yeah. So that was me. that was one of the questions on the. Um, that's so funny that you had a scenario for that. Um, on the um, And I'm pretty sure he's going to listen to this On the commitment game The question was your romantic interest tells you That someone they dated five years ago is in town And they're going to meet up with them And so So what do you do You thank them for informing you Ask them to keep you updated And then go about your day That's A B stress out about why they would be interested In seeing an ex again Then immediately search that person online C Tell them you really couldn't care less because you couldn't. Or D, tell them you don't care, then make a mental note to start keeping your distance since they are clearly keeping their options open. I'm more of a D type of person, even though I'm probably going to look them up online. <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm going to tell you I don't care, but I kind of do care. But I am going to separate myself from you. And I'm just going to be like, I'm just going to be driving to you from now on. It's, it's going to be given like, oh, we just... Instagram friends or something. Basically, I'm that bitch that I'm that bitch that tell you. No, I don't care if you tell me who your ex is. I'm gonna go on his page, look at mm-hmm, him, absolutely. read him in my head, 
Mm-hmm. Go about my business. When I see him outside, oh, that's that bitch. And it's going to be that. I got so, I was so invested in a nigga one time. Like, he went to the bank and got this nigga card. The nigga at the bank gave him a card. And so the card had been sitting on his counter at his house for a while. I'm like, it was irritating me because I was like, are you gonna are you gonna email this nigga or what? <laughs> like why you why you holding on to this car? He was like, let me throw it away. I'm like, no, I don't throw it away. Meanwhile, I had already took a picture of the card because then I went and googled the nigga. I took the, the email in the Googles. His LinkedIn came up, but um, I went on his LinkedIn. It led me to his Twitter and his Facebook. I'm very much a stalker when I need to be. Um. So yeah, I definitely would have did that, and then I would have been like, oh, it's cool. Since you want to do that, I'm gonna do my own thing. It might it might sting a little bit, but I'm definitely gonna be if I'm not that invested, I'm definitely moving on. You ever like you ever like was you ever like was just dealing with somebody and you see all of these random guys and like you see all these random girls and shit out and like they never pass your mind. But the uh, like, just like say for example, okay, say for example, because this sometimes always happens to me. Like, I start dating somebody, and I randomly begin to get new followers. Just say for example, I get five new followers after I start dating somebody. Out of one out of them five followers, somehow, some way, if me and the person that I'm dating stop talking. The new person that they're start, the new person that they start talking to, be one of them five followers. You sound scorned, Darrell. You need therapy. You need a therapist. <laughs> Bitch, no, I need to <clears throat> slit some throat. Exactly. Um, there was a question in the survey that I wanted to I wanted to expound on. Um, so the question so the question was your romantic interest thinks. It's time for the two of you to take a break and reassess the relationship. Do you A, express how you really feel about it, but encourage them to honor their feelings, to part ways if that's what they feel is best. B, get angry because you feel like they led you on all this time. You then let them know that deep down you always knew that they would leave as soon as things got rough. Do you C, you're... Are you see you're usually the one who pumps the brakes on a relationship to assess if they're long no longer meeting your needs anyway. So like you you was just like you was probably gonna dip on them anyway because that's what you do. Or D, do you tell them there's no point to take a break? You won't want them when they come back, so you think it's best to end the relationship immediately. Which one you took you didn't take this quiz, did you? But which mm-hmm. one would you pick? Me I try to stick around as long as I can, but now I'm at a point in life where it's just like, okay, if you want to end it, it's whatever. Okay, yeah, this one me right here. Express how you really feel about the situation, but encourage them to honor their feelings to part ways if that way, if that's what they feel is best. So I was basically in a situation like this before. I I had started talking to somebody and basically they had told me, you know, like they felt like they didn't want to like, you know, be... In a situation ship that we had going on anymore because they felt like they wanted to talk to somebody new. And, you know, I basically told the person, like, well, the new person that you're trying to talk to, I know them. And 
from me knowing this person, I know for a fact that y'all are not going to work out. And that's <laughs> not even me being jealous. And I had to let them know that. But it's just, and I just basically had to tell them, like, it's not only me looking out for you, but it's also me looking out for you. And Lord beholds everything I told the person. You best to believe a couple months later, they basically came to me and told me, like, damn, you were right. The bottom is always right. Well, you better be talking about yourself because bitch, <laughs> you ain't talking about me. Um, I've I've been two of these, so I can remember like in my first like serious situationship because again, never been in a full blown relationship. Um, we had did the dance already, so we was basically it was more so in the beginning him chasing. The dance. Not sex, but like the back and forth thing. So like he was like trying to like get me to commit, and I was like, I I don't want to give nobody's business away, but for reasons I was like, I don't know if I can commit to you. That was me in the beginning. Something switched in me, like very random. Not randomly. I know what happened that made me switch, but I was like, okay, I want to be with him. So when I told him that, um. Then for him, it was like, okay. He said, okay, cool. We was in a relationship for like two days. Bitch. Technically. Because I was like, because we, what happened, I'm, I'm just going to tell y'all. What happened was we ended up having sex. Mind you, we had been messing around with each other for like a year and a half, never had sex. So we had sex. I was like, well, I'm not going to be having sex if I'm not in a relationship. He was like, okay, you in a relationship. Immediately started acting funny. And like wasn't texting me back Was being real dry Didn't want to come over So I was like okay this is over I'm done talking to you When you get yourself together Then you come back to me So I did give him a little leg room I was like come back when you want to My feelings was hurt I'm talking about I was gutted But time went on too long It took him like maybe a month or two To like figure it out And he was like it scared me Blah 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 I was like oh now I'm over it <laughs> um, there's no need for you to come back. It's a rap dino for this. This is done. It's not gonna happen. I gave you the opportunity, even though I was the one playing in the beginning. But it's like you can't do what I do. And now it's a rap. It's a total rap. Now my, the last situation that I was in, it was very much like he was telling me like he didn't really want to be in a relationship, but we was doing all this relationship stuff. So I had got to the point where I was like, um, I'm not gonna keep doing this with you. I feel like this is going to end bad. I would rather us just be friends. So then he turned around and was like, and like pressing up on me. He was like, okay, I want to, I want to, I want to do this with you. So we tried to work that out. Um, and then he just did something really stupid. So it's for me, it's like, I can never catch a fucking break. When I let my walk, when I let my guards down, I get fucked. When I got my guards up, like nothing spicy is going on so it's just like what am i supposed to be doing Ooh, don't that sound like me losing my virginity mm-hmm. because the person when i was so in the process of me losing my virginity the person acted like they wanted to be with me so in the process of them acting like they wanted to be with me me, me being that i was young and vulnerable 
I'm like, okay, I feel like if I do this, this would seal the deal. This would make us, you know, like closer towards being in a relationship. Soon as that motherfucking V card got swiped, it was just basically like, it was okay, quiet for you. yeah, it was basically like, um, um, I hope you don't think that we're getting in a relationship or da da da. And I just was like, oh shit, okay, me. Trying to put this smile on my face and faking like I don't give a fuck. Oh, me. Oh, no. I never said that, you know. I just was in this for one thing and da 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 In the back of my head. Fucking crying like a little baby. Wanted to hang yourself. Right. Yeah. So, you know. Granted, things changed and stuff. You know, like I went back to school and all of that. And they was basically telling me like. I'm becoming out there to see you and da, da 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 And then it was one day I never forget it. I was walking up, walking through the front entrance of school because I was getting ready to go to the financial aid office to check on something and to see if something clear so that I could take this next class. So I remember getting a text message saying, "Yeah, I don't think this is gonna work out anymore." Child, I looked up. I said, when do the next bus come? Fuck what's going on in the financial aid office. Fuck school right now. <laughs> Fuck all of this. Bitch, I need to go home and eat and cry. Yeah. When I tell you that bothered me for the longest. Mm-hmm. And I just basically, you know, put in my head like, you know, I can't deal with this shit. And it's so crazy, but I'm really about to sound like a hoe right now when I use this scenario. But I was talking to somebody else also. And it's like the other person I was talking to, we wasn't having sex, but shit. That was like my distraction from, you know, dealing with that bullshit. Both of them cut me off at the same time. Yikes. Oh, bitch, I went into major depression mode. And it got so bad to the point where I looked up and had to come home from school. And when I came home from school, I basically, you know, went into depression even more. Because it was like, now I'm home for school. Now I have to look for a job. Now I have to do this. Now I have to do this. Now I have to do this. And it's like nothing was working out for me. But you know what I did? Because I was actually getting ready to turn. 21 I told myself I said Bitch you got a couple months Till you turn 21 You're gonna Not date anybody You're gonna not have sex You're gonna find yourself And that's gonna be that (laughs) Drunk a little dumb bitch juice And uh, as soon as I got home End up finding somebody else And start talking to them We started having sex and stuff And of course Everything was working out fine, but the only problem was this person could not get over their ex. Hmm. So, we stopped talking. And, you know, I looked up and I said, okay, bitch, now for real, you got a couple months left until you turn 21. Can you hold it out? So, I went on this voyage and I said, okay, bitch, I'm about to turn 21. I ain't sleeping with nobody. I'm going to sleep with myself. That was the best 
thing that I ever did. Turned 21. And then that's when all of a sudden. Like right after I turned 21. Somebody else wanted to come along. And it's just like me in the back of my head. I just kept on telling myself like girl. Don't fucking do it Miss Seeley. Granted I did it. <laughs> and I I damn near like You know Was like why the fuck did I do this But when I did it It was just like It just happened you Yeah and it was like I wasn't expecting anything out of this anyway But the person texted me like I hope you don't think that this is about to start a relationship Or none of that And I'm just like Whoa Where did a relationship start in any of this just because we had sex didn't mean I said I wanted to be in a relationship now we could chill cool and all of that but I never said anything about sex just because we texting a lot don't mean that I was going to be next texting you about a relationship now what I've learned is to like listen to what niggas are telling you because what they tell you I don't want to be in a relationship they mean that that it's not like because I somebody... I do not agree with that but let me finish I um the last real situation I was in, like the person was telling me, like I don't really want to be in a relationship, and in my mind, I'm thinking he ain't been with me though. I'm finna change his mind. He gonna want to be with me, but that's not how that work. If they really tell you they don't want to be in a relationship, I for me, I'm taking it at face value from now on because it's like, okay, you said that I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to, if somebody shows you who they are, believe them, believe them. I'm gonna have to believe that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Put words in your mouth I'm not gonna put thoughts in your head If you said you don't wanna be in a relationship I'm gonna be like Okay Because I've been the person That's been like Okay that's fine And it's not really fine to me Because I'm the person That wants to be in a relationship But I'm just going along with it Just so I can still be around you Yeah So I just feel like You just gotta kinda listen to niggas When they say that They not gonna change their mind because you want them to. They only gonna change their mind if they want to. And a lot of times when they say they don't want to be in a relationship, it's because they don't want to be in a relationship with you. You're not that girl for them at that moment. And that's something that you shouldn't take personally. That's something I had to learn. Because I definitely took it personally. And, um, you know, I I don't want to get too deep into it. But, yeah. Yeah. and I So why don't you agree? I've grown to an assumption where I agree with that and I kind of disagree with it because you have some people that scream they don't want to be in a relationship and when you start treating them like what they said they don't want to be in then all of a sudden out of nowhere then they want to be in a relationship. Because yeah. I was actually talking to somebody before and they just kept on telling me they didn't want to be in a relationship. And with them steady saying that they didn't want to be in a relationship, me in the back of my head, okay, since this person just want to chill and do all this and not be in a relationship, cool. I'm going to text other niggas and do my shit. So once I started doing that, it was one day I was asleep because I had got drunk. Woke up. This motherfucker was going through my phone. Got mad. Called me all type of hoes and stuff. But just last week, when we first started talking, you said you didn't want to be in a relationship. Now, who was wrong, me or them? Child, niggas is always wrong. 
Um, let's move on to ask the boys. Um, I'm gagging because I just I just read a confession that I'm gonna read in the episode. You chill, I don't want I don't want to read it, but I um because you guys haven't been sending us emails, I set up a curious cat. So whenever I'm ready to record, I I post the link on Twitter. Um, we had a question from anonymous. The question is. I have this guy that I've been talking to for a while. Honestly, he's more of a best friend than anything, but I've been having the biggest crush on him too. Yet I know that feeling isn't yet I know that feeling isn't reciprocated. Honestly, I don't even care if I'll ever get to be with him. I wouldn't I would want him to be happy and to cheer him on even if it hurts me. Does this sound crazy? I don't Mm, I don't think that sounds crazy to want somebody to be happy, even if it's not with you. Cause, I mean, I feel like that shows a level of maturity, and that means you actually do care for somebody. If you was just like you, you go and be happy. I do think it's crazy that y'all use. Okay, I'm just gonna take your words. You say y'all been talking for a while, and he's more of your best friend, but the feeling isn't reciprocated in your eyes. So I just, what do you define as talking? Because y'all right. clearly haven't been talking on that level if the feeling is not reciprocated. What y'all talking about? Books? I don't, the the global warming? The president? What y'all talking about? I don't understand. You said that's your best friend, if anything, but you have a crush on him, then that's not your best friend. I don't have a crush on none of my best friends. Me neither. Well, why? I mean, no, I don't have no crush on my best friends. So it's probably just a crush. It either needs to be like a crush or it needs to be your best friend. It can't be both. Yeah, and then I also think about that too. Like, do I really want to be in a relationship with my best friend and it come down to it that we end up stop talking in this relationship and and it can ruin our relationship as friends? Or is it just like a lot of lust and what you don't really know about the person that you are attracted to? But you don't really know them, so you probably sounds like a lot of lust to me. Sounds like a lot of hoopla. Um, that I mean it doesn't sound totally crazy. I feel like we've all probably been there at some point, but it would be crazy to pursue anything if you're not getting the feeling that this person likes you back. Um, I hope that answers your question. Girl, pay that. Yeah. I have a question about Nicki Minaj, which okay, I guess. Um, y'all, I this now this is a Nicki positive podcast, but this is this is Nicki is not paying for this, so just we gonna keep it brief. Why do Nicki's peers act oblivious to the unfair treatment she receives? No one ever rallies behind her to defend her valid, very valid points, or and or to even comfort her publicly Next. when she is done wrong, especially not the males in hip hop. Um, I just want to say that Nikki is the queen. Oh, also, I want to play this clip. I want to play this clip that's going to answer this question perfectly. They don't need to defend her. You know what I'm saying? I feel like her fans defend her. She defends herself. They know the truth. They just say stuff to spite Nikki anyway. And, I mean, we see it every day. They just say it just, just to be saying it. But here, here, here's what Nikki has to say. Stop posting me on your blogs. I'm an icon. Nothing you can do to erase me. I'll never go anywhere. I rise to the fucking top. I am the best female rapper of all time. 
Now who wanna suck my pussy? Me. Uh, and that's just that on period. Let's move on to confessions. Cause I just read one that made me gag a little bit. I didn't even read the whole thing. All I saw was the first line. I was like, you're going to jail. And I feel like Darrell's going to have the same reaction. So let me pull it up. Um, for, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to read this to you, but I'm not going to read it on the show. Actually, you read it. <laughs> the top one? What is it? Bro, uh-oh. The top one? Yeah. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> bitch, whoever you is, you are going straight to the motherfucking slammer. I always wanted you to shit on my chest and rub it in while you scream the circle of life in the highest pitch key. Mariah Carey can go. Bitch, whoever you are, you're sick. I mean, if he's cute, I'll do it. Okay, you both are sick. <laughs> you um, bitches need help. Okay, but here's here's the one I wanted to read. Is it wrong that I slept with my third cousin? Wait a minute, hold up. He was curious about it, so I helped him out. Here are his stats in case you were wondering. Light skin, 6'3", muscle, built, no lie, smooth skin, and 10 inches uncut, well-groomed. Which sounds, I mean, that sounds lovely. Light skin, 6'3". Third cousin. Ten, but the, skip that part. 10 inches uncut and well-groomed. I mean, you know, that sounds a little tasty. Uh, I gave him head first. Then after a while passed, I did it again and ate his ass. He wanted to fuck, but I was scared to take his dick. But I did. It hurt like shit. But after two minutes, he worked it in and it was amazing. He wanted to do it again, but IDK. Laughing emoji. Yikes. I mean, I'm not here to judge you guys' confessions, but you are... Don't get pregnant. I don't know if this is a male or female. Don't let him nut in you. you I don't know what's going on. Yikes. <laughs> you need... Your... Jesus. You need Jesus. You need, you need a therapist in my Tokyo Tony voice. You need therapy. You need a therapist. Third cousin. Um, you're going down, bitch. For me, that's gonna wrap up the episode. Send your I'm questions. Find out who you are. Send your question. That was Anon. Send your questions to, and I'm gonna post this on Twitter so everybody else can read it. Send your questions to asboysnextdoor at gmail.com. We don't have a confessions email set up yet. We waiting for y'all to start fucking with us. Don't join the bandwagon too late, okay? But you know, better late than never. Um. Also, we got a real good juicy episode coming up. So if y'all listening, we're looking for a feature. And if you're interested, email us. Okay. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye.